Barely picking up. <laughs> is your mic on? It should be on. Yeah, is my mic on? It is on. Are you sure about it that? It is on. You're going to fuck me over the whole show, I'm Joel? I'm going to fuck you over. <laughs> oh, Troy, I call. I didn't know you care. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I love that Cole's grand plan of odd lang sign or whatever that fucking. Yeah, you had it right. Yeah, I got like it's like shot down just by miscommunication. Uh, well, hey, welcome. This is an already an odd start. We're doing things a little different tonight, and it's throwing us all off. I think, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, May the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holidays. We are doing an extra special gift to you this year. What a gift. Uh, We... We looked around at how bleak the Matrix was and realized, you know what, we need some uplifting we Christmas We realized that if we do it. one more Matrix movie without breaking it up in some way, shape, or form, Cole might fucking <laughs> headbutt a wall. <laughs> yep, my head hurts. And uh, so we're giving this gift to you, the listener. And to Cole. And to Cole. Thank you. <laughs> of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, a Christmas classic that... Barely takes place during Christmas. <laughs> Just barely edges it out. Uh, so I got some fun stuff oh. for this movie here. Oh, fun. But let's start when it came out. January 7th, 1947. Wow. It came out. came out after Christmas. Jesus. Have we covered many movies before 1947 on this show? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Probably a couple, right? Maybe one. I don't Citizen even know. Citizen Kane, I think, was before 1947. Sure. Did we cover that one where the rocket gets lodged in that eye? Not yet. <laughs> I've seen that movie, P.S. Yeah. That's odd. I heard it like, yeah, it does like some weird alien shit yeah. there, doesn't it? The weird moon aliens. The rocket gets lodged in the eye. Yeah, of the moon? Yeah. Have you ever seen that like weird clip where a rocket like launches into the moon and it's got like a face on it and it's like, ah, my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Wait, Man, right? there's there's no sound, but that's totally what the moon sounds yeah, like. I, I want ah, that image. Ah, ah shit. <laughs> oh, my eye. That was when Netflix had literally everything on it. Holy that's when shit. I watched it. Any, like, anything that was free on the internet, they just put on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I watched it. That's awesome. It was a fun time. Okay. I also want to do Metropolis sometime. It's like five hours long. I've heard this. Oof. But it's, it's not five hours. But it's very long, but it's... I know 70mm did it, and they said that it feels like five hours long. <laughs> I'll do it eventually. But tonight we're doing It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, had a budget of $3.3 million. Domestically brought in 44000 <laughs> Did not wow. do well. Yeah, I, heard was, I heard it was a huge bomb when it came. Like it almost ended... It almost ended... Um, Jimmy Stewart's career. It, but it did end Liberty Pictures' career, <laughs> which was the producing uh, company of this movie. Worldwide, though, made some money back. $6.18 million. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, despite its poor 
uh, financial success gives it a 94% Whoa. certified fresh. Certified. 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 Fresh. IMDb has it at 8.6 out of 10 and Metacritic 89. Letterboxd 4.3 out of 5 stars mm. and Ruthless Reviews gives it a hated. Wanted oh. to jump off a bridge. Oh. <laughs> just like... That is ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> just like our title character. That's right. Uh, so yeah, this was, was it. A... Was it jump off a bridge suicide or jump off a bridge save somebody? Because it, there's two different jumping offs. It was a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it Apparently was... if you jump off a bridge with the intent of saving someone, you won't die. Yeah. and I am... Only if you have the intent of committing suicide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I also had a question about that. <laughs> I have a... Uh... I have no context on why he hated it so much. I just skipped his review at the very end. It was very lengthy. And uh, I also am not quite sure what uh, turned this movie around in the public eye if people didn't really want to see it. Maybe time? Yeah. I heard it very quickly afterwards, though. It was uh, a critical success, not a financial success. Yeah. Missed missed the mark on that one. No. Okay. I know. I know. This stars... Hello? What the hell's going on? <laughs> this stars... It's major a star! Uh-oh. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart in the title role, as well uh, as a bunch of stars from Yonder that I George do not know. Banks. Um, and who wants, to give a, who wants to give the synopsis of It's a Wonderful Life? What's George Banks up to? Uh, George Banks? George... Uh, isn't it George or no? George, George Bailey. George, George Bailey. Bailey. Sorry, what the fuck, he said guys? Banks, and now it's now it's drilled the fuck in my head. Troy Banks. <laughs> Apparently, I'm gonna give it since I was, fucking... test- I was testing you. Oh, I Wait failed. a minute, no, <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure last week I gave the third Matrix review. Oh, that's true. We gotta yeah. save your. Uh... So fuck you, we asshole. Gotta save your, Somebody we gotta else save your pipes for <laughs> Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> Somebody else talk about this one. I'll I... do it. I'll... Okay, you do it. Okay, George Bailey is a popular guy around town. Everybody seems to like him, and he does a lot for the community as well. Yep. But things just don't go the way his life plans for himself. Yep. He dreams of being an explorer. He dreams of getting out there, seeing the world, doing something big. Wants to be an architect. And he can't leave his humble little town. Of? Can't remember. Was it Bedford Hills? Bedford Falls? Bedford Falls. Bedford Falls. Yeah. There we go. That might not be right either. But uh, he, what, there's one night where he just had enough, and he goddamn kids won't shut the fuck up. He wishes what the he wishes he'd never been born. Why should never been born? Shouldn't have said it. And Troy, how many how many bridges have you stood on after coming? <laughs> like the oh, kids just won't shut up. And you're like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna you're go lucky there's not a bridge between here and my I'm gonna work. Say, I'm gonna say, <laughs> probably the, there the used best, to be. I know. I'm gonna say probably the best thing that ever happened was the Georgetown Bridge getting washed away. Otherwise, <laughs> you'd be standing on the edge of that thing every night, nightly, some, just, like... just waiting for the one thing to knock me over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Clarence, his guardian angel, saves his life, so to speak. Yes. Shows him what his life would be without him uh, in it. That's a weird way to put that. Show what life would be like without him in it, in this small little town. And it is drastically different. Yeah. Guys, spoiler alert, it's different. It's different. And then uh, he reverts it back because... 
that's how he wanted it to work. Because fuck it. Because he is going ape ass. George, bitch, bitch, I want my wings. Has had enough. Puts it back the way it was. Townsfolk come to his aid. Yep. It's a wonderful life. How many times have you guys seen this movie? And when was the first time you've seen this movie? Okay, the first time I saw this movie was probably in, like, elementary school. Same. So I've, I've seen bits and pieces of this movie my entire life. This might be the first time I've watched it all the way through. And that's the same for me. Yeah. This may be, like, the fifth time I've seen it all the way through. This is a favorite of my mom's. Okay. So I've seen it on... This is a favorite of uh, Molly Pop's mom's as well. Yeah. she always has it playing in the background anytime we go over for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Black and white used to scare me. <laughs> I think you've mentioned that this before. Makes, <laughs> this makes too much sense. Black and white used to scare me, and now I find out that it scares my daughter. <laughs> oh no, it's genetic? Yep, it's genetic. Oh, oh god. She told me flat out, I don't want to watch this movie, Dad. I don't like black and white. It scares me. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a word for that, like monochrophobia. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Uh, so, but this is the first time I've ever seen it as like an adult paying attention. Yeah. Because like I've seen it all the way through as a kid and you're like, I, all that shit just goes over. I know what I, all I picked up when I was a kid, does it exist? Chromophobia. 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 Persistent irrational fear of colors and is usually a conditioned response. Apparently, I've conditioned her to not like black and white movies. You're, you're, you're chromophobe. Anytime black and white comes on, just stand over and say, are you scared yet? Wait, I'm not supposed to do that with my kids? Cry, cry! <laughs> Sorry, Troy, carry on. Uh, Wherever so, you were going. So when I, was a, when I was a kid, I just realized that, like, oh, it, the, the angel makes it seem what the world is like without a minute, and then it changes it back at the end that's all i took away from it yeah i didn't get any of the nuance from it i'll tell you what guys this time oh, lord you got have nuanced lord have mercy i got nuanced out the ass Jesus. Ah. my god this movie set the well works <laughs> to 10 dude okay i was a mess during parts of this jesus movie. like christ the end for sure but like two other times in this I was tearing up. I'm you curious. Said the, you said it within the first five minutes, and me and Molly were watching, being like, what the fuck did he cry at in the first five minutes? <laughs> I'll tell you. We'll get there. I'm also curious, because I was waiting. <laughs> I had tissues next to me. So, well, why don't, we get, why don't we get started? The first thing that really got me, it was when he was a kid, and it gives, like, his whole little history, and he goes to the drugstore or whatever, and the his boss at the time finds that he had... Um, his son die. He got a, like the letter from Western yeah. Union, and he's just a drunken mess. And George doesn't really know what to do. He just sees the letter, goes back there to see if he needs any help, and he accidentally like loads these pills full of poison to give him to somebody. Yeah. And so he goes out. And he's like is forced to go deliver him. He doesn't. Comes back. It's a phone call. It's like, hey, you didn't go deliver these pills. What the hell's the matter with you? And like slaps the kid. Piece like, shit. like oh, looks like it pops his eardrum because oh, his yeah. ear is bleeding. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. He, he like, yells, "Not my bad ear." Yeah. Well, because already the ear he can't hear out of, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he's like, he's slapping him face. He's drunk as shit, and the kid's just crying. Is like, I didn't want you to kill him. You put him with poison. I'm so sorry. And then he shows him, and then he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And, like, he was, like, sympathetic towards it and not just still a dick about it. He's like, oh my god, I made such a fucking mistake. That was the first time I started what? up. <laughs> I 
old businessman, Mr. Gowan? Yes, Mr. Gowan, <laughs> realizing he made a mistake and could have killed a kid with some pills. And apologizing to George made me well up. Troy, how many children How many children have you killed with poison pills? <laughs> Not any yet. You have to have a close connection <laughs> with say, this story. I was going to say, this sounds like a sympathy cry. It's always been close. I oh, wish okay. I can sympathize. <laughs> you have a little George Bailey that comes in and stops you. Yeah, if every only, time. If only there was a small child that would keep me from, keep, from giving children poison pills. Yeah, that's right. I hire a half-deaf boy to come in every Christmas. <laughs> to make what? sure that the what? pills you send in the mail <laughs> don't... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the pills I sent in the mail. He intercepts, brings it back to me. You know, Troy, these so much easier if you kept your normal pills away from your poison pills. Yeah, you would think, but it just gotta, fits so. It looks so nice together up on the shelf. It's like a yin God, and yang it's type an aesthetic thing. thing. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So then uh, we it, move it's on. It's nice to have like the nice white cross next to the skull and crossbones. <laughs> it really is. Good point. Yeah. Jesus so, saves. The international symbol for medicine <laughs> next to the international symbol for poison. <laughs> That way you can really tell they're different, but sometimes I still just screw it up anyway. For funsies. For fun. <laughs> so then we move forward to a young, well, older, but still young George Bailey. And mm. I like here that the angels stop the movie for us. Yeah. So that the older angels can tell Clarence, hey, Clarence, look at that. That's George. <laughs> when they do the freeze frame of him, yeah. he's like... Like, like, I want one bush bag. Now look at my cock. <laughs> and Clarence is like oh, dumbfounded. Like, That's George. <laughs> I love right, and I Clarence. love I love all these scenes too. Are just blinking pictures of stock photos <laughs> of stars and galaxies. Right. <laughs> you know what? I fucking love well, it. I like well, that too Clarence. for some reason. I don't it's know why. So stupid, simple. You do have to put yourself in 1946 <laughs> and realize we're talking about something that's like damn near 80 years ago, 75 years ago, right? Shit, is this the 75th anniversary of that movie? 46, right? It came out in 47, but okay. it was made in 46. So we're almost the yeah. 75th anniversary of that coming out. Holy yeah. shit. In like two weeks it will be. Yeah. Uh, well, next year will be. Yeah, like in two weeks. <laughs> or no. Yeah, it Last came out in January. Yeah. Oh, it came out in January? So in two yeah. weeks. You thought in two it was weeks, a, yeah. So somebody wasn't paying attention. I thought it was. I wasn't paying attention because you fuckers <laughs> stole my old lying sign. Fuckers! <laughs> I'm still pissed oh, off. Oh my god! You ruined my Christmas. I also find one thing I do find funny in this is that uh, uh, George Bailey is freaking Jimmy Stewart from when he's what, like twenty years old and on. Yeah. And so he's playing like a 20-year-old in this, but in reality, he's like 39. <laughs> I was say, like at one point, he, he's like just getting out of high school. Like, they go to a dance. Yeah. yeah. He was, his brother just graduated oh, yeah, his brother from high just school. Graduated. And he right. went back there for some reason. I found that like bizarre, but maybe yeah. that was the style at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was, so when he's walking around with his sweetheart and like his college university sweater, <laughs> he looks so fucking old. <laughs> when he's like, "How old are you?" It's like I eighteen. Say, I was gonna Whoa, say, at like, you're a fucking creep, George Bailey. <laughs> at certain points, he looks younger as he gets older. Like when he's like, when his hair's a little disheveled, he's got that little like spit curl sitting in front of his face. Yeah, sure. 
I I do think though they did a pretty good job of like aging him up a bit because they grayed him out a little bit on the side. Oh yeah, they get, they get a little salt it... and pepper on the sides. Oh, well, they aged up Mr. Potter. The... <laughs> Holy shit! He's like the borderline crypt keeper by the end. <laughs> but you know who looks younger? That Mr. Gowan. Like when he's like in there with freaking George as a kid, he looks like he's the crypt keeper. He does. And then later on, when he comes back and like gives him money at the end, he looks like he's. 50 years old? He does, and yeah. And like 900. They got some new youth pills in the pharmacy. <laughs> they did. Viagra invented in 1946. Yeah. Yep. Gives them a little bit of vigor. <laughs> Ironically, also also delivered with poison. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had been administered by leech. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, All right, Mr. Gowan, time for your annual bloodletting. <laughs> what do... uh? What do we move on to from here? This is where we start to just see George's life year after year, basically, right? Right. You get to see all, like, the points in his life where he's gonna go, and then yeah. something stops him. Yeah. 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 I found all of these really compelling, This movie, actually. yeah, this movie yes. is such... I don't think you can really appreciate this movie unless you've grown up in a small town. I don't think you can really appreciate this movie unless you're an adult. I think I we it goes both yeah. ways for us here. Yeah, I agree. I agree both. Like if yeah, because yeah. like there's so much shit in here where it's like, oh, that's such a small town thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like him just kind of speaking up, being like, this is kind of bullshit. And then you leave, and it's like, hey, that was really good. So we volunteered you for this. <laughs> like, god damn it. Yeah, I just wanted to say my piece. Yep, yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> but also the adult thing. Like as a kid, I cared. I didn't care about this movie. Oh yeah. Right. Not just because it was in black and white, but I didn't care about this movie because it's, you do have to like understand human emotions. Right. Yeah. Big time. This movie is all about human emotions yeah. and reactions. Or just how it's not as easy as it seems when you're like younger. Right. Like he's so naive in the beginning being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go off and do all this stuff and I'm going to get my dream job. And then it's like, yeah, but there's so many things that happen in life in general where it's like, it's never going to be that simple. Right. Yep. And you just you have to adjust and you have to you know yeah. correct the course for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many times where you actually could have done it, but it's like it's not that like if if he was like just an asshole, he would have easily been able to do it. Yeah, he would have been out that first time. Oh yeah, but then it would have been at the expense of pretty much the entire town. Yeah, it'd been it would just turned into friggin' Pottersville that looks like Reno. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> How horny is Mr. Potter? <laughs> that entire that oh, entire downtown is like fucking strip clubs. Yeah, dancing <laughs> girls all night, drinks. Yeah, that's all it is. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, the first. What's the first one? He's he goes off to go on just to travel, right? And then it's the night of his brother's graduation. And he's coming back with Mary, and then they tell him his father had a stroke. Right. And then it yeah. jumps to three months, kind of three months later, where they're getting all his finances in order. Yeah. He's got to take over because his, his dad was in charge of the... Uh, building and loans. Building and loans. Yeah. <clears throat> Bailey's building and loans. So he was going to hold on to it until his brother graduated, and then he was going to take over, and then he was going to go on his trip. Yeah, because they have that no, scene where no, the board... There's another one. Yeah, the boardroom one is first, where they're like... Where you, he was going to leave, and then Mr. Potter's like... Oh, I can just take it all over from you. And then he has this whole speech where he's like, no, you're not going to do it because you're a rat and a shithead or whatever. 
And then the board agrees to like, yeah, he's not going to, Mr. Potter's Listen not going to Listen here, you it. dirty vulture fuck. Yeah. And then he comes out right, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go right now. I'm, I'm going to go to college and be a college boy, even though I'm 50. A boy. <laughs> I'm a mere young boy of 50. I'm going to college. And they're like, hey, the board agreed that we're not going to give it to Mr. Potter, but you have to run it. He's like, oh, I'll give it to my uncle. No, you have yeah. to run it. No, your uncle's a dumb fuck. <laughs> we're going to give it to yeah. you. He literally has crows in the office. <laughs> he <laughs> the does. crows. He does. The fucking crows in this <laughs> That's office. That's so good. Uh, but then it like has that, like, uh, right as they say it, he's like right in the camera and like breaks the fourth wall almost and it's like zooms in on his face. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then it cuts to later where uh, his brother is going to come take over from him. Yeah. Because then he gives his money that was going to go to college to his brother to go yeah. to college instead while right. he took over the building and loan. Yeah. Yeah. His his brother comes back after four years off the train. He's like, All right, now I'm going on my trip. And he's he's like, hey, I super, found somebody. Yeah, super and excited. she wants me to kind of go and take over this business yeah. over here. He, her dad gave me a job. And you could just see his face sink <laughs> like... You fuck! Yep. God, there goes my plan number two. Oh, and so then he's distraught from there, even though he should be pretty. He's happy for his brother or whatever. And his mom tells him to go see Mary, who's also back in town from school. And there, uh, he, Mary is Mary is so thirsty in this. She Mary's she's pretty smoking. She's hot. She she knows what she wants. Like they they build uh they build that uh what's her name Vi. Yeah, mm-hmm. they build her as like the smoke show of the town. But I think Mary's a little hotter. Oh, Mary's Mary's got vice. IMO yeah. IMO. Well, well, I think they're both they both got it going on. They do. <laughs> you would. But I pervert. I <laughs> I really liked when he he is just. Freaking! This is like the third time that his life has been now been kind of turned upside down. So when he actually did go see Mary, he was like not in the mood. Yep. And well, I think it's crazy to get married. Yeah, it's crazy. It's stupid, even. Yeah. Uh, how, <laughs> also, how stuck up is his town? He all he wanted to do was walk through a field barefoot. This whole town treats him like a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, that whole <laughs> thing where he's like, Viola, how about you coming? Whoa, Viola. I'm going on a date. You and me. Yeah, yeah. we'll go on a date. We'll, we'll walk barefoot through a field. And then we, we might go swim in a pond. <laughs> and then she's like, you fucking weirdo. And then, then the whole town, town is around him. And the whole town surrounds him out of nowhere and points and laughs at him as he runs away. I forgot about that like, shit. What the hell is that? What's that? You stuck up dickheads. <laughs> First of all, that sounds pretty great to me. I, I would didn't know. Do that. I didn't know Bedford Falls is so fucking so fucking bougie. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, you go see Mary, and this was like the second time I I didn't like cry at this point, but like I had like a little bit of things hanging off the oh, lids, no. you know. Oh yeah. Which is when like he finally like gives in to Mary and her charm there at the house after she tries to like. I, that scene was kind of weird to me. It was, it was weird, but it's like... Because they're literally just listening to, like, the guy that's trying to date her over the phone, and meanwhile they're just like... Ugh. Just, like, looking at each other, like, is he turning you guys on? Or... <laughs> the weird cuckold <laughs> situation. turning you guys on? Like, they're oh, just, like... Br- they're just starting like, breathing closer into each other's faces. This guy's like, so you guys want to know this business that I'm trying to start? <laughs> oh, it's in plastic! Yeah. Or whatever it is. 
Oh, you hear that, Mary? You don't want to get on plastics, Mary. <laughs> oh, nobody ever makes money in plastics. <laughs> oh, you want to get on plastics, Mary? Oh. Was Jimmy Stewart the original Nicolas Cage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy sounds like Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage based himself off of Jimmy Stewart. Yep. Plastics. Oh, Mary, Mary you hear that? We could, oh, we can make a fortune in plastics, Mary. <laughs> God damn it. Uh... And then it jumps even further. Now, it, it and they give like a little snapshot. It's like, well, first they had one kid and then two kids, three kids, four kids or whatever. And yep. it shows it now his life as a father and the stresses that go along with that. And he's still working at the building and loan. Yeah. And, uh, but him and... Well, actually, even before, no, before that, the Mary, before they that when married. they get married, they're going to go on a honeymoon and travel the world. That, mm-hmm. Where he can finally get his trip around the world. And then... Dumb fuck Potter buys the bank and calls in all of the loans that the yeah. building loan had. So he has to go back there and be like, oh, well, I'll f- I'll, fine, I'll use my own money to cover all your fucking <laughs> loans that I gave you. Yeah. I That scene was actually pretty... I, I didn't... I kind of missed that Mr. Potter bought the bank and that's why they were going there. The yeah, run on the bank? It. I thought it was, like, uh, the Great Depression. Because, like, what year did this happen in? Well, what year would we be in at this point? It would have been after the. It would have been after the depression. Yeah, it'd be because it, be, it starts in nineteen ninety. Yeah, it'd be before it'd be before the war because they talk about after this they go into the montage of that's like right. their roles during World exactly War I. yeah that's right. And he does make a line later on when he offers Potter uh, a job or Potter offers Bailey a job, but how he survived the depression. But he survived here too. So, but no, it's not the depression. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, talking myself. Well, at, at first, that's what I thought it was, no. but I'm like, no, that can't be it because it's too far along. But anyway, regardless of what it was, uh, that whole scene where they're inside the building and loan everyone's storming to get their money out of there too. He's like, just give me sixty days, I'll get you your money or whatever. But it's not like even he had the idea to do it. Mary's like, well, we have the money right here. Yeah. What do you guys need? That was the money. Yeah. That's the money they were going to use to go on their honeymoon. Right. right. And a tight, but I, what was funny to me, and maybe it's I'm like out of my element because I I'm not aware of what what 1940 was like or whatever. Yeah. Where the lady's like, I need the, I can't survive not going to the bank for a week. Yeah. It's like I need how well how much you need twenty dollars. <laughs> it's like I for real. Say, that's <laughs> now now twenty dollars in 1940. I know twenty. What is the exchange? Okay, right twenty dollars in nineteen. That's probably pretty close to like hundred dollars. We're gonna say nineteen thirty-five, right? Sure, nineteen thirty. Okay, I'd Sounds say it's fun. probably pretty close to hundred dollars. How about four hundred and five dollars? Okay, holy shit, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm out of my element here. Yeah, yeah, four hundred bucks. So that's understandable. Okay, yeah, if you're okay. down on your luck and somebody has a bill like. You know, oh shit! I need that this one guy need, needed all two hundred twenty-five dollars that he had in what there. What the too. fuck was he buying? Oh, Hold on, Jesus! <laughs> no, I need all of it. Two hundred twenty-two dollars today. Whatever. Yeah, what? <laughs> two hundred twenty-five dollars. One thousand nine hundred twenty-eight dollars. <laughs> I love that he did it though. He's like, it's like the dickish move to do. Everyone else is after. He's like. I only need like seventeen dollars or whatever yeah, it is. No shit. The guy's like, no, I need all of it. And you could tell like George wanted to just slap his ear off too. God, he's like, I love it because like, I love it because like he was like he was like yelling it because it was like I don't know if the bank's gonna open, so I need it now. And he's like, well, the bank's gonna open. I'll give you what money I can. And they'll give me all two hundred twenty-five. Like oh, I can't. And then that's when Mary shows up with a two thousand. Like, okay, 
Here's some money. What can get you by until the bank opens? $225. (laughs) Oh, go fuck yourself, dickhead. You're an asshole. (laughs) Go buy your early crack cocaine somewhere else. Jesus Christ. But that speech in the whole thing, too, when everyone is about to leave before she hands over the money. Yeah. Where he's like, listen, Potter bought up everything. He's got the bank. He's got the department stores. He's got everything. Like slum houses. Yeah. You yeah. like, Hey, you lived here. You lived in one of those. What do you think you, he would have kept you living there? No, I did. And yeah. I don't have your money because my, your money's tied up in his house and his money's tied up in your house and all yeah. that. We're all in this together. Give me some time. I'll, I, that whole speech was, I think pretty great. Oh yeah. Um, why is your relative such a dickhead? I don't know. It just runs in the blood. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Fucking potters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and then after that, so yeah, he never got to go on his honeymoon, but what his wife did uh, end up getting him was a bit of like a honeymoon at home when they bought that old dilapidated oh, shack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And kind of like had posters of like foreign cities around and they made the best of it or whatever. That was super sweet. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you cry? I don't know if I cried, but it was very nice. It was very very nice. It was a very sentimental thing (laughs) where the police chief and the taxi driver just serenaded themselves outside their window. Uh, Wait, you mean Bert and Ernie? Is it Bert and Ernie? Yeah, it's Bert and Ernie. I I never put that together. (laughs) So I had subtitles on, and later on when old Clarence comes in and they are at the dilapidated house that no one's lived in for 20 years. Yeah. The taxi driver calls over the cop, right? He's like, oh, help me out here. We'll get to this. But he says, Bert, Ernie, you know me. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Bert and Ernie? (laughs) I I should have known that because it was a trivia question uh, when we went to, me and Molly went to the movies this last week. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, that was one of of the trivia questions. Like, Sesame Street characters Bert and Ernie are named after which characters from what movie? Yep. Bert and Ernie. Huh. I totally missed that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Amazing. Welcome to Fuckville. <laughs> the Fuckville? Welcome to Fart We're Town. Fu- <laughs> <laughs> Dry? Uh, no thanks. Okay. It seems very heavy. Uh, it's just Midnight Mass. It's just Midnight Mass. It's just Midnight Mass. It's just Midnight Mass. Well, it's just Midnight Mass. <laughs> <laughs> You're too good for me now, are I'm you, Mary, Mr. Mary, pick up a growler and we're not mass. <laughs> What's the matter? You're too good for me now, Potter, are you? Uh, the next big thing that happens in George's life now, now he at this point he's got kids. Yep. Um, but the thing is, like, the business is actually doing well. It's got its own like building development for people yeah. that needed housing, whatever. It's got that whole thing going on, and uh, his uncle was supposed to make a deposit. At the old bank, and well, no wonder they didn't want him to dropped. fucking take over the fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted, in a at the worst day ever, he's got like a bank auditor there or a financial auditor. Yeah. yeah. They come up missing with eight thousand dollars. What's eight thousand dollars? No god, that's got to be a <laughs> lot. Also, look up twenty thousand. All right, because later on, that's an important number. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah, what job does that fucking guy have that he sends twenty thousand? He wires twenty thousand dollars over. Okay, eight thousand dollars in nineteen forty-five, because we're present day at this yes. time, right? Uh, one hundred twenty-three thousand five hundred thirty-two dollars. Oh, That's eight thousand. 
8,000 is equivalent to 123 grand. <laughs> in 1945. My, my, my. So that money is lost. Yeah. yeah. And it's in Potter's hands. 123 grand. And George about decks him. He grabs him by the scruff and is like, Listen, I'm not going to jail for this! <laughs> like, literally says that. Storms off and is pissed. And this is like the other... One of the other parts where I was like, was welling up a bit. It's like a dad at the end of his rope. His life has not gone the way he wanted to. He gets home. He's just pissed. It's just fucking noise around you. And he's just like, can you please be quiet? Please. I could totally see you crying at this. <laughs> this feels like a very too close to home Troy scene. Oh my god, this was the closest to home I've ever felt in any movie ever. Dude, like, just, I, no, I get it, just man. Just the scene where the kid's putting tinsel on his hair and he starts crying, I'm like, that's Troy. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel the exact way he felt. I've never been a hundred whatever dollars in the hole from it. Yeah. But it's been some just fucking shit days where you come home and you are the worst you are the bottom of the bottom and the kids don't know any better and they're trying yep. to be happy go lucky and they're fucking with you and you're just like could you just play another song could you play with a different toy please yep. could you turn off baby shark <laughs> please can you go upstairs and play in your room please and then you're like trying not to lose your cool and you end up losing your cool. You go over to the only corner of the house that is yours. Yeah. That little six by six thing where he's got a bridge and a building or whatever. He's trying to be like a just a small little t architect in his house. He fucking kicks it over, turns around and everyone's like scared of him. And then he apologizes immediately because he knows he's, he's yep. crossed the line. I've We've been there. Been there. Yeah. And I, that I was like. It was too... It, uh, that made me well up, too. It's like, <laughs> I feel bad for him legitimately. I know that feeling. Dude, spot number one where I cured up. Yep. <laughs> that because is some heavy It shit. happens. Yeah. It happens where you're like, motherfucker, fuck this, and nobody deserves to get yelled at, but you fucking yell at him. <laughs> and then you immediately feel regret and sadness and want to go jump off a bridge. Yes. <laughs> and then not be born anymore. That's right. That's right. And as much as we try, it never happens the way that happens with George nope. Bailey. No, I don't have a clearance. I only got a bridge. That's right. <laughs> if only. God. If I only had a bridge. Uh, <laughs> but then he does. He he gets. Uh, he goes to the. He just like leaves, which is Chelsea's like that's kind of a dick move. He just kind of leaves and goes to the bar, and I was like. like Think of the time. Look at the, but look at the mindset he's in, too. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. He needs to clear his head. It's probably... Even hey, I grew up many a times where my dad was pissed <laughs> off at money and everything. And where did he go? He went to the fucking bar. <laughs> and that was in the 90s. I get it. <laughs> in... Nowadays, it's probably yeah. the most healthy to talk it out and it's not like with your significant yeah. well, other. Well, yes. And it's, not like, and, yeah, just, and it's not like his family knows... Like he, he has to, like, bring himself up to say that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, he's not like, yeah, by the way, we're, we're pro I'm probably going to go to jail and your guys are going to be homeless. and Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's the one that's been able to fix everything. Yeah. yeah. By doing by sacrificing is... a bit of himself and he can't sacrifice anymore. He's got nothing. He's got yep. nothing left. Yep. Uh, he's hit rock bottom. Right. And so he goes to Mr. Potter first, doesn't he? 
Yeah, because he, he pretty much lays himself, like, I need a loan. Yeah, he lays himself across the table of Mr. Potter. Yep. He's being like, hey, just give me a loan. I'll do it. He's like, ha ha, fuck you. I'm going to call the co- I'm going to do one better. I'm going to call the cops on you. Well, that's not until after he gives, like, wants to give him a job. Oh, yeah, gives him a debt's right. Right. He's like, hey, I'll help you. You just yeah. work for me and run all my stuff. It'll right. be, I can give you $20,000 salary. What is that? Jesus. Uh, oh, so I just looked it up. Hold on. $20,000 salary, $308,000. God damn. Yep, today. So that'd be living pretty comfortably. He's like, you can make trips to New York. You can yep. go to Europe several times. You can pretty you much want. do what he always wanted to do. Yep. And right as he shakes his hand, he could just feel how slimy it felt. Yeah. He's oh, like, it's great. I uh, just made a deal with the devil. Yep. And he like recants on it immediately. Yep. Still takes a cigar with him. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a good cigar. It's 1945. <laughs> He's probably going to smell his daughter's rose petals while he smokes it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Zuzu. creepy. <laughs> oh, little Zuzu. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when he, like, finds himself at the bar, just, like, drinking himself to a stupor, crashes into a tree, driving, and thinks, like... Well, because Potter tells him you're worth more dead than alive. Well, the the life insurance policy, right? Yeah, life insurance policy, yeah. Which is, he only has 500 equity in it. Yeah, because he he tried to sell the insurance policy to Mr. Potter to get a loan, and he was like, it's no good to me when you're... It's no good to me while you're alive. Right. Yeah, you're worth more dead than alive. And then you could just see him like, oh, oh shit, am I'll I? Go jump off a bridge. Mm, maybe I should. Kill That'll myself. save my family. <laughs> so he attempts it, but is thwarted by Clarence, yep. his guardian angel, who tempts him to still jump off the bridge to save him. Yeah, but like a boss, though, right? He takes off his jacket and jumps in without even thinking. Nope. He's an angel. He don't care. <laughs> Not even, but George, he's like, oh, shit, and, like, takes off his jacket and, like, just sailor dives in there and pulls him out. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. I don't think the longest scene you see Clarence of for a, for a while is, like, just him and his long johns just walking around that boat deck. Yeah. <laughs> him and his long, it's like a blouse. Yeah, like, you see, like, you see him in his, you see him in his suit for, like, maybe a minute, and then he jumps in the water, and then it's him and his long johns for, like, ten minutes. Yeah, it's like an Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge long john. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is the this isn't the Clarence I remember. Yeah, <laughs> walking around in a fucking nightgown. You know what I uh, didn't realize until this watch though is that how long you see the town different to the end is a lot shorter than I realized. Yeah, when I was uh, when might... I was growing up, like like I said, I haven't really watched it all the way through. I thought it was like a a Christmas Carol type thing right. where it's like half the movie is him like. Figuring out what the town would be like if he wasn't was never born. Right. Yeah. But it's like I, it's like maybe like the last fourth of the movie is that. Right. I think I think Clarence kicks in at like forty five minutes left. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And it's a two hour movie. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing though. I thought for sure that Clarence. But came... almost like they did that because it, it made you get to know the town and made yeah. you have stakes when like they show how people's lives are fucked up without. Without uh, George being alive. Yeah, like, you wouldn't care as much if they would have cut all that short. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And then with that, you get to see how the the town is even called the same thing anymore. It's now Pottersville. And yes. It's like, it yep. looks like just a slum. It's a fucking, yeah, it's a goddamn stripper den. Yeah, what you've uh, 
the characters you've met already and got to know through George are now drastically different. Yeah. You learned that the guy he worked for actually did poison that kid and went to jail for 20 years. Yep. yep. Uh, Mr. Gowan. Uh, what's the guy who bartends at uh, Martini's? Nick. Nick. He, he's, he's just a, like he's a, a complete dickhead. dick. And like throws him out. Like, this bar's for serving liquor to get people drunk quicker or whatever he says. He doesn't like Clarence's request of a mold wine, <laughs> heavy on the cinnamon, less on the cloves. <laughs> yeah. That's straight out of 1852. Like. I actually did think about getting mold wine for tonight, but God. then I thought we might puke, and I don't want that to happen. That would have been fucking great. Uh, but yeah, they get they get booted out of there. He takes them yeah. all around. I like that they... Oh, no, hold on. I don't like this part. But they go to the cemetery where his building complex was. Yeah. And it's just a cemetery, and he sees that his brother's grave there, and he only lived to be... However, nine. Yeah, because he died. Yeah, because he drowned. He died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he died the day that he saved him. Right. Um, and then he's like, "No, where's Mary? You gotta tell me where Mary is." Like, you're like, not gonna like it. The worst, the worst fate of all. <laughs> she didn't get married, and she's a librarian. <laughs> a hot, sexy librarian. <laughs> yeah, for real, Molly. They Molly legit. Like, I looked over up. at Molly, and she's legit rolling her eyes. Like, oh my god. Heaven forbid she's a she's a wit she's like a old maid librarian. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, it's someone 19... just someone just take her out back and shoot her already. <laughs> it's nineteen forty five. She's supposed to be married with four kids by now, don't you know that? <laughs> that uh, is funny though. And then she obviously doesn't know nobody knows who he is or whatever, but like I I that whole the whole I'm glad you got to see the entire town. Yeah. Before he got to see it reverted and yeah. just see like how backwards it went yeah. from like one person. And granted, it's not just like one guy off the street. It's a guy who actually did stuff for his community. Yep. So it is widespread. Like reach. even the cops are bigger dicks in Pottersville. Like they're just like following George as being like, I really want to beat that guy up. Yeah. <laughs> what about that one that just fires into a crowd? Yeah, fires into a crowd. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking people there. <laughs> And George runs off yeah. and he's shooting into George the crowd. George just runs off like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> so they're firing <laughs> randomly. I love they never show Mr. Potter in Pottersville either. Like, Oh, did they not? I, I don't guess think they didn't Yeah, they never did. I just want to see like a scene where he's like sitting in like a bedroom like f- like surrounded in jewels and rubies. Yeah, he looks like oh, that's right. Scrooge McDuck or whatever. <laughs> He looks like uh, it looks like that uh, dream that Homer has, where he's like he's like a big gold king. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. So what's next? So he goes through, sees everything has changed. Uh the bar has changed. His brother died. Marries a poor librarian that never got married. Right. The worst fate of all. The worst fate of all. And then he goes back to the bridge. Yeah, he goes back to the bridge and he's like, I, didn't I don't want, want this. I didn't yeah. want that. Yeah, change it. Clarence, take me back, Clarence. I want to live. And then all of a sudden, it starts snowing again. Yeah. His lips busted open. Yeah. Can't hear shit out of one ear. <laughs> I love the... I'm bleeding! I'm bleeding! All right! I'm bleeding! Burn, I'm bleeding! Burn, I'm bleeding! I love all the shit that he was worried about. He's, like, happy. Like, he goes, like, they're gonna arrest me! They're gonna arrest me! Oh. <laughs> yeah, he goes back to the house, and the, the auditor and the policeman are there. Mary, I'm going to jail! <laughs> Isn't that great? George, I've got a paper here for... I bet you it's a warrant! You're here to arrest me! This is great! <laughs> Mary, they're here to arrest me. 
Oh my god. <laughs> and then yeah. the kids are happy. Yep. Mary's Mary, happy. Mary, Did you cry? Yeah. Mary Did you cry? Yeah. I love, I love, like right when when he knocks, when he like kicks out of it, and then he's like back in uh, Bedford Falls. Those cops are fucking awesome. He legit drunkenly ran into a tree, and they're just like, "Need ride home?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Who gives shit just a fucking tree?" Hey, cars aren't as reliable. Could have just went off the road. <laughs> Driving drunk, classic, man. There's no yeah. laws against that. That's right. I hope you had a martini <laughs> to back you up. Out of sight, my man. I mean, it is pretty cold out there. You need something to heat you up. Yeah, I gotta get that liquor to warm the soul. Holy shit. Why don't you grab one to go? I'll take it right home. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. But yeah, tears, man. Yeah. It's, that family gets back together. It didn't oh, really God. hit me, so I was starting to feel vapory around when he was hugging the kids, and then when Mary came in, I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. I didn't get hit until the they came in with that basket of money and dumped it out. Okay. And they're like, and Mary's like, all I said is, like, he needs help, and all your friends came. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. And Dude. I was just like... <laughs> It was just, I was over at that point. Yeah. And, like, he's sitting there hugging his kid and Mary, and he's just, like, looking around. He's got tears in his eyes. And I'm just I love like, that. Yep. I love oh, that scene, fuck. too, because it feels like such a small town thing to happen, too. Like, everyone that comes in and gives him money has, like, a small quip one-liner as he's walking out and he's, like, <laughs> laughing. Like, hey, here's some money. And I got a little thing for the little kid out, too. <laughs> Totally, it's because they all know each other. It's yeah. a small town. Right. Like, Dude, I, I cried the whole time the end. Like, yeah. all straight through Auld Lang's sign and everything. <laughs> God. God damn it. Oh, my God. Piper looks at me and goes, are you crying, Dad? I was like, I am fine. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. The whole end. And, like, yeah, it's now it's super cliche every time you hear a bell and Angel gets his wings type stuff. And yeah. that didn't really do anything for me in the movie yeah. so much. But yeah. just the fact that, like, he never asked for help hardly ever. And all he needed to do was ask once, and like everyone would have come to his yeah. aid. Yeah, yep. It's like oh, three hundred some odd thousand dollars coming to him. Holy yeah. smokes! And that guy that like, wired... they even say like, now you're the richest man in the richest man or something in the in Bedford Falls. In, in Bedford yeah. Falls, not in money, but also in life. Oh, <laughs> and that's the story here, isn't it? God damn it, George. Uh, but yeah, the like everybody comes in and dumps and has his own little quip like his brother comes back from the war made it back like on a plane himself i guess yep. i don't know yep. and he's like and i also brought a telegram from london yeah the guy it's the, the guy, guy that wanted to fuck your wife yeah. he's giving you twenty thousand dollars so good remember that guy that wanted to fuck your wife well he's giving you a bunch of money now <laughs> oh amazing this, so, watching this as an adult, obviously, I've said right at the top, like, I have a whole different respect for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might make this, like, a yearly watch. There you like, go. Like, around this time. Dude, I'm with you. I, it made me feel so good at the <laughs> yep. end of this. And, like, I think there's not a whole lot of fat in this. For being two hours, like, I feel like everything, yeah, everything is necessary. I think everything has a payoff. At, at the end, and even when they go to Pottersville, like yeah. everything has like yeah. some sort of payoff that goes throughout the movie. I, I maybe the only thing that goes along is the that school scene at the dance, but even then, that's where he meets Mary. Yeah, 
and holy shit, that fucking what an awesome gym! They have a pool yeah, underneath? underneath the yeah, gym. yeah. Where the fuck is this? And that and that fucking gym, like the the thickness of that gym, right? <laughs> right. It's like six feet tall. Oh, yeah, the thickness. That thickness. <laughs> I wish I had that thickness. <laughs> it literally looks like a like. Like a two-story building size <laughs> between the the between the fucking basketball court and the pool. Yeah, it looks where like the X Men's jet comes out of in the <laughs> oh, fucking X Men movies. I think it was thick with four C's, Jesus. <laughs> but fucking yeah, that was insane. That was the most insane thing in the whole movie. It was. <laughs> but I. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and grade this right now. This is an yeah. A-plus movie for a me. A-plus. This is Jeez. fucking great. I I never at once felt bored at all. during. I was intently watching the entire time. I never once strayed to my phone, ever. Like, it was an amazing movie experience for me. Very invigorating after right. a lot of Matrix stuff we've been watching. <laughs> Maybe that's the key. <laughs> Maybe it is. But yeah, what about you guys? Um, I'll go same, man. Sat in my recliner, didn't move. Phone stayed plugged in the whole time, didn't fucking touch it. Um, kids could have cared less, but that's because they have chromophobia. Uh, <laughs> but there's a version of it on Amazon Prime where it's in color. I saw that. I, I didn't want to watch it. I wanted the original. All right. Um, no, for me, first time ever watching it all the way through. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Absolute 100% A+. I'd give this two A-pluses if I could. Oh, shit. Like, oh, my God. It was such a good fucking experience. Like, if a movie can make me cry because of the way it makes me feel, and there's nothing in the movie that made me bored or I hated it or I didn't want to watch it, holy shit, it doesn't get any better. Yeah. Like, it's almost like Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Um... I'm kidding. It wasn't like Jungle Cruise at all. I was <laughs> waiting for somebody to be like, shut the fuck up, Cole. But you guys just took it for my word because I love it so much. Uh, no, A+. I love it. I, I agree, yeah. Troy. I might watch this every year. Yeah. That's I love the dialogue. In the, I love like old 1940s dialogue in movies. Mm-hmm. Like It's always so sharp. Yeah, <laughs> I love like the like the one like the one scene that sticks out was like when they they use up all the two thousand dollars to pay everybody off, and they have like two one dollar bills left, and it's like, hey, let's put them in the safe and hope they multiply like rabbits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> like just shit like that. Like God, I love that shit. How about you, Joel? It, it, this is a fun movie. Like I, uh, it's it's I wouldn't say it's cliche, but it's like. It's it's probably one of those movies where it's like so many other movies have borrowed from it over the years. Yeah. And uh Yeah, it seems like if you would describe the plot of this movie to somebody, it would sound so boring. Like yeah. watch as a man tries to preserve his building and loan business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most odd way to describe this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Though. Well, yeah, I know, but it is. That's the backdrop watch, of the story. You watch this guy do like do life sacrifices to to maintain a building and loan business <laughs> that in is a small story. town. But yeah, no, it, it's it stays pretty. It stays good almost. Yeah, throughout the entire movie. Like, uh, I don't think it, it never really struck me to the point where I like cried. But like, I don't know. I've never. I don't think I'm in the life experiences you guys are in. Just wait, man. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like the minute it hits, like it'll be a day where I watch and it hits me. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers were right. I can't yep. wait till you just start crying at commercials. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> fucking ego muffins or something kids, like man. that. Because kids, man. Yeah. Because kids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll give it an A minus. I won't go A plus. I really did enjoy it. Okay. Jeez, did you write ruthless reviews or what? Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> Not even an A. <laughs> I, yeah, I, A minus for jumping off a bridge, but to save somebody. <laughs> okay, that, that, with that caveat, great. It was Bloomer Clarence, so. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so that was our uh, Christmas Real quick, review. Yeah. did you know that Donna Reed, Jimmy Stewart never wanted to work again with Donna Reed after this? Oh, really? Because he blamed her for the movie's low performance at the box office. What a dick. I just read that while we were reviewing. <laughs> yep. Oh, her jeez, da- Mary, unpopular bitch. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of fascinating. I want to know, like... Get a better fucking agent, Mary. <laughs> I want to know, like, what what didn't strike a chord with America at this point. I... Like, that this didn't catch on. I don't know. And then, like, years later, it's, like, one of the most beloved movies to watch, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm trying to look up real quick. Um, Jimmy Stewart's like filmography and see where this it's fell so, in. It's so weird because this is like Jimmy Stewart's most well-renowned role, but it's like the most different out of like most Jimmy Stewart roles that you see. Right. He's usually like an Alfred Hitchcock movies where he's like yeah. being kind of like either ominous or like being like the voice of reason and like a murder mystery type thing. Right. And then this, he's like, uh, it's like a feel good, like, <laughs> right. It's weird to say feel good when it's like, it's about a man that's, that's contemplating suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it turns it around at the end. Yeah. I think that's also kind of thing that I like about it too, is that it's like, it, it is dressed up like a feel good movie, but there's some dark shit in here. Yeah. I, I would say like most of the beginning, you just like, you hang in that, feeling of disappointment yeah. Mixed yeah with like bouts of levity here and there yeah but he yeah. had not done a single Alfred Hitchcock yet but this is he actually this is the first movie he did after he got back from World War II oh shit yeah because so <laughs> his last movie before this was Ziegfeld Girl in 1941 yeah was and this movie. is 1946 yeah and then he starts doing Hitchcock his first Hitchcock movie was Rope oh nice in 48 nice Yep. We gotta do Vertigo sometime. Vertigo's so fucking fun. I'd oh, like yeah. to do like an I wanna also see Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's another yeah. That was before this. Was it? Yes. I've heard I've heard Mr. Smith Goes to Washington's really good. I heard that's like one of his very first. That movies. was nineteen thirty nine. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My mom had that on like Turner Classic Movies or whatever when I went over <laughs> one time and I caught like 20 minutes of it and I was like this is pretty good. I want to do I want to do 12 Angry Men too. I also want to do that. Uh, we should have a classics month. Fuck. Oh. Oh. What fuck. we got for January? Just oh, nothing fuck. but black and white movies. Oh, oh shit. Scare your kids. Well, it gets dark early, why not? <laughs> dark early. <laughs> yeah, we, be I damned. Mean, we got n- nothing going nothing going on. I what don't the... fucking hate this. I'm yeah. into it. All right. Start the year off we'll strong. See. We'll see. Yeah. We can Classics. Do well, at least hopefully it starts out strong. Oh. Guys, hopefully. what are we doing here tonight? We are making plans. Last Jimmy Stewart movie. Anybody know it? No idea. An American Tale, Five Goes West. <laughs> That's right. He plays the <laughs> Wiley Burp. Wiley Burp. 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 That's right. <laughs> 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 
his last in person like physical role, The Green Horizon. He played the old man. <laughs> didn't, didn't end very strong for old Jimmy. I don't know. Wiley, Wiley Burp's Burp. a pretty. Wiley that was Burp. probably my very first. Wiley Burp is a fucking good ass role. <laughs> Wiley Burp. <laughs> God oh, damn, shoot. I well, love it. That was our little holiday gift to everybody here. A little extra Merry Christmas, special episode. Everybody. When's this dropping? Uh, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Oh, fuck. Merry Christmas, guys. Cool. So it doesn't matter when it drops. You're listening to it right now. That's and you just got now. done listening to it right That's now. Right. That's right. Uh, if people want to hit you up on the internet, JT, what are you going to do? Wish you well, hey. merry, merry time wishes. Give me, give me not, all your merry time. Give me all your merry time wishes at Bucky <laughs> Froin on Twitter. Hot take. Ho, ho, ho. At Coach Havens on Twitter. And you Enjoy. Can, you can give me all your maritime wishes. That's seaworthy wishes. <laughs> Ahoy, listeners. Uh, you can do that at Troy to the Max on Twitter. And hit us all up at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to write into the show, it's reviewrepod at gmail.com. You can write in about anything. What's a classic we should check out? Yeah. Yeah, there Something you go. That's... What's the definition of a classic? Uh, Previous to 1960? I would even say at this point a 70s movie is a... Well, I was going to say. Yeah. So classic. previous to 1980. Okay, so over sure. 40 years old. I mean, I would even say people say 80s movies are classics at this point. Sure. It's 30 years old. Sure. But I, I'm looking to do old, like... 60s and yeah. prior. That's what so I was thinking. Like, leave it, leave it up to discretion. Okay, all right. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll mull it over a little bit more here. Yeah, a little over mold wine goes on. But uh, thanks for joining us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. We'll catch you next time. At the merry bells, <laughs> we are off. <laughs> <laughs>